that buy on that Sunday to set yourself up for that Monday and Tuesday. Swan, what are you looking to see? What do you think is key in these uh, closing out this regular season for the Bison men's basketball team to to start gelling? Full forty. I mean, that's 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 yep. that's it. That's it right there, guys. A full forty. This team putting together a full forty minutes, and and we see it seemingly every game with this Bison team that they they go on a stretch where they play really really good basketball, and they did it last week against uh, St. Thomas in Western Illinois. They built some leads, and then they lost those leads, and they had to beat Western in overtime and, and had to put on a run late to beat the Tommies down in uh, St. Paul. But if this team can put together a full 40 minutes of basketball, uh, they can they can absolutely make a run to the Summer League Championship game Tuesday night. And if they don't, you know, they could find themselves losing in the first round because the Summer League is that good. There's, there's a guys on every team in this league that if you don't show up every night, they can beat you. So this team... You know, Thursday and, and Saturday against Oral Roberts and, and uh, Kansas City. You really hope to see, especially with those three seniors, with Greasel, Cruiser, and Edie, going out playing some really good basketball at the Shack this week and, and their last home games for the Bison. And, uh, you know, I want to give this as a compliment, uh, too, uh, but what we're basically talking about is uh, the killer instinct uh, that's out there. And I would like to say that it is these guys are such a good group of good young guys uh, that maybe sometimes they don't have that killer instinct. You know, when you've got your, uh, you know, you've got the guy down and you're up by nine points with just a few minutes to play, it seems to come a point in every Bison basketball game this year, or several of them anyway, Swan, where they let him back into the game and all of a sudden it's a one point game again. What do they got to do to get over that niceness or whatever it is that allows them to let their opponent back up and get back in the game when they should really just be killing them off? That, that's such a great question, and and I think even you know Coach Richmond, who's been asked that, um, Dave's one of the best coaches in the Summer League, and and I'm sure him and his staff are kind of pulling their hair out a little bit at that. What I see, what it comes down to, are, are a couple things. You know, first in college basketball today, the the ability of teams to shoot the three pointer and score, you see it so often where you know a 12 point lead, a 14 point lead, that's that's a three possession game from getting down to the you know five point game pretty quick. So I think that plays a role in why we see a lot of these games where a team will have a 12, 14 point lead and it narrows. But I think it's, it's going those stretches offensively where, where the team doesn't score for five, six minutes at a time. And, and I think that kind of feeds on itself a little bit. And, and I don't know if it's the, Oh no, here we go again, where this team goes down and they're up 12 and, and they might cast up a three with 20 seconds on the shot clock. And then they get a few bad possessions with maybe a turnover, um, and the other team puts together some baskets. But I, I think during those spans where you're up that nine, where you're up that 12, it's it's the counterpunch where a team, if if, if you see against Oral Roberts, NDSU's up six, seven, or, or even 12, and, and Oral Roberts with Aismith cuts it to six, it's being able to come down on that other end of the court and get that lead back to, to nine or 10 points. But I, for me, and there's something to be said, Dan, about, about a team who can weather these storms too. You know, after that Western Illinois game, they're up and then they're down three in, in overtime. And to be able to come back, you don't see a lot of blowouts in the Summit League tournament in Sioux Falls. You see a lot of games decided in the last two or three minutes. And, and I think, you know, for as frustrating as it is for fans to see this team, you know, uh, dwindle some big leads, they've won, what, seven of their last eight or eight of their last nine. And they're finding ways to win. And in March, you know, it's that old Jim Valvano, the North Carolina mm-hmm. state coach, survive in advance whether you yeah. win that conference tournament game by 12 or two 
survive in advance, baby. So if there, there's something to be said for that, where this team, when they get down like that, they don't press the panic button. They they keep on playing, and especially we saw that against Western Illinois in overtime. Rocky falls out. You know, Tyree Edie with some big shots, and, and Malik Hardin-Hayes with a big tip out to Edie for a three. So for, for the Bison to be able to do that, especially where a player like Grant is not having his best night, you know, Sam, Sam was Summit League Player of the Week this past week. There's so many guys on this team that have played in big games. So I, I'm really hoping they can put together the full 40, but hey, survive in advance, man. Hey, thanks so much, Swan. We always love the Bison updates. Josh Swanson heard it here. Check out those podcasts at 740thefan.com. Take care, Swanee. Hey, guys, you got, you got to find that guy who said meeting hype camp was just for us with fame and send him a box of donuts or something. <laughs> oh, that text message came in from Sue. <laughs> it came from his wife. <laughs>